Hello, everyone, and welcome to Devotional Life with Paul and Jeannie. Glad you're here with us. This is Devotional Time, where we put our hearts, minds, and thoughts on Jesus, on the Lord, yes. on His Word. What have you got for us today, Jeannie? Well, we last time were, uh, the boys had deceived their dad and how sorrowful that was with their lies. And now the scriptures take us back at the end of uh, Genesis 37, the very last verse, uh, we're back to Joseph and his being on the back of the caravan, and he arrives in Egypt. And then verse 36 says, Now the Midianites had sold him in Egypt to Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh and captain of the guard. So um, just a little background I found out about Potiphar. Potiphar was the chief of Pharaoh's secret police, kind of like what we would have today. He was in charge of dealing with the political insurrectionists, and people who plotted against the Pharaoh were taken into custody by Potiphar. That was his job. So he was wealthy, and he was uh, well-known in the courts of the king. and um, Prestigious position. I prestigious position. So, um, but I'm wondering what Joseph was feeling, probably stripped and up on stage. You know, if you've ever seen an auction, who give me a bid for this, who give me a bid for that, you know. And he doesn't know the language, I'm sure. So they're speaking in a foreign language. All he has is not knowing what's going on and watching faces and expressions and emotions flying around him. And I thought of the verse Psalm 139. Five it says, You have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. And um, that's what was happening with Joseph, even though he was in this horrific circumstance. God was with him, behind him, in front of him, and he's got his hand on Joseph right now. But I, I just would, can't imagine the motions that Joseph was yeah, going through. I would even think that uh, Joseph might be thinking at this point, you know, how could God be in any of this? This is a, what's happening to in my life is like a curse. Right. And I think sometimes people, people feel that way about whatever station they happen to be in at the moment in their life. I even hate using that word station. But, you know, <laughs> where you think you ought to be or where you want to be or what kind of car you should be driving or house or what zip code you should be living in. These things are all very temporary. And God is into the long run. And even as we see this, and it might surprise some people that, yeah, they did evil to Joseph. But God is able to turn that around. And I would say that even in who he gets sold to, as horrible as a thought that that is, that God's in this. Right. And I think one of the things that he gets solidified inside of his soul, because we have nothing throughout the scriptures that would tell us otherwise, because he seems to grow in maturity and in integrity with each new situation that happens to him. But that can only come from him being connected with the Lord. Right. I know that I've been through some things that I felt were heartbreaking tragedy, and I told myself, if it's just me and you, Lord, then even though your heart's broken over the circumstances and the people and everything, 
he will never leave me. And so I think in the middle of the horrible, horrible times that I've gone through, I found the Lord that he's enough. And if it's just me and the Lord, I can survive and trust him. So I think you found that as well, where you said one time you were complaining to the Lord when you'd lost things like, all I've got is you. Remember that time? Yeah. And the Lord spoke to my heart and said, is that so bad? Is that so bad? So if we go through difficult circumstances, but we find the greatest treasure that you could ever find, which is a genuine, wholehearted connection with God, wanting to hear his voice, wanting to follow his plan, wanting to trust him that he's with you, and regardless of what the world throws at you, you're going to be okay because he's still taking you someplace. He's got a plan for you. And you can have peace in the middle of that because he's the source of peace and hope. So from that standpoint, I do think that Joseph, with all the raw emotion that he was feeling, the crying on, you know, at night and anguish that he felt, that he searched for God and the Lord revealed himself more in a deeper way than he'd yes. ever found him before. Yes. I think we even have to say that this is not the end of the trials of Joseph. There's more yet to come. Right. But and Joseph had the heads up of those beautiful dreams of what God was going to do with his life. Not that he's probably remembering when he's going through these things, but how wonderful that God gave him that uh, for a future and a hope, you yes. know, and while he's traveling through. And so each one of us have promises from God and we have a future and a hope that God has given us. But while we're where we're at, we need to dig in connect with the Lord and ask for that peace, peace that passes all understanding while we're in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, Even in this little discussion, you know, we're always thinking about songs, aren't we? There's a song that just popped into my mind. It's called Peace in the Middle of the Storm. In fact, I even recommend you look that one up. Folks, look that one up. Peace in the Middle of the Storm. I'm not sure who does that, but Oh, what a terrific song that is. And the whole idea is this. Just what Jeannie was saying. No matter what position you find yourself in, you call out on the Lord. And you call out on His mercy and His grace and His strength and His provision. You wait and you watch. God will work all these things together for the good. Right. And when you find that with the Lord, it you lose the grip of trying to hang on to what you do have or needing to have more of what you think you need, that starts to fade because now those things that you are connected to the Lord with and finding, those those take that grip away from you. You, you no longer have to live in fear of what I'm going to lose because you've already given it up and you've already knows what it's like to be in a place where it's just you and the Lord. Yeah. So Joseph sold into slavery. He belongs to the household of Potiphar. Right. And And how will he deal with it? Will he get angry and bitter? Or will he submit to what God has in front of him? And will his integrity continue to grow because he doesn't have bitterness in his heart? Mm. I want to see that. Father, thank you so much for today and for giving us this time where we Take our thoughts off of the world for just this little bit, Lord. And how sweet it is to put our thoughts on you. 
and your love for us and your mercy and your grace in our lives. Bless each one that's hearing, Lord. Call them, Father, and show them that they can have peace in the middle of the storm. I thank you, Father, for the Lord Jesus Christ. We love you, Lord, because you first loved us. We pray these things in Jesus' wonderful name. All my dear brothers and sisters say, Amen. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you soon. become more dependent upon you, more enjoying a relationship with you, not rattled by the world or what the world may do, but Lord, instead, enjoying you and the opportunities that you give us to serve you and to serve others. Bless my brothers and sisters. I ask this in Jesus' precious name. And everyone says, Amen. Amen. God bless you all.